Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nairby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com, at IamNairby on Twitter, at IamNairby on Instagram, NairbyDo on Twitch, that's N-A-I-R-B-Y-D-O. Follow me there like none of you have, and join the revolution of watching me play video games. As of now, I'm currently playing Middle-Earth Shadow of War. For you Lord of the Rings fans, you should be watching, man. Slicing and dicing, cutting off orc heads. <sighs> you all deserve many boos. Anyway... It's time for another episode of Bayside, buddy. This is episode 34. Before we continue, I, I've been meaning to mention this, but I keep forgetting. Season 4, which is the final season, which is what we're on now, has two clip show episodes. So, we're not going to be doing those on Bayside, buddy, okay? Because all they are, there's the, there's the one clip show where they do the time capsule. Everybody who's saved by the bell, people know that one. Where a, a class from the future looks at a video thing of memories that the original Bayside gang made, and we see a bunch of clips, and the other clip show is when Zach is in his room, and he's talking about having the greatest summer of his life at the Malibu Sands. So there's no point in checking those ones out when we've already checked them out in full detail. So we're not going to be doing those those two episodes, just letting you know. <sighs> However, I'm still wondering about the, as before we, before we go on, there's the two Saved by the Bell movies, which came, which I have on my DVD box set, there's the one in Hawaii, and there's the wedding in Las Vegas. I haven't seen either of those. So I might do an audio commentary of each of one, each of those, meaning I'll put the, the finger quote movie on, and I'll provide audio commentary as a first-time viewer. Maybe, and people might want to check that out. You'll be able to hear the show, and but yeah, but yeah well, I'm, I'm thinking about it. <sighs> anyway, it's time for Bayside Buddy, episode 34. We're going to start with episode... Well, this, we're going to continue. It's episode 7 and 8. Started with episode 7, entitled Masquerade Ball. Air date, October 3rd, 1992. And we start in the halls of Bayside. Slater is uh, flirting with uh, one of the students. It's one of the blonde uh, airhead students. Oh, once again, I just want to say this is another half-assed episode. I didn't take notes. Nairby's very busy. Stuff going on, keeping busy in these crazy times. So I watched these episodes today, and I'm going by memory. All right, nobody complained last week. So anyway, Slater is in the halls of Bayside, as are a bunch of other students, and Slater's hitting or flirting with one of the blonde ditzy girls. And Tori, this is one of the Tori episodes. Tori uh, comes down the stairs. She sees what's going on. She rolls her eyes because that's what Tori does. And another thing too, man, these Tori episodes is. She's always wearing that leather jacket, that biker jacket. It uh, that doesn't work for me. She, and she's Tori, the character, the actress playing her. She's got this little thing where, where it's almost like she's—I don't know how to explain it—but when she's talking to somebody, when she's trying to insult somebody or something, she's got this little itty, this little quick jitteriness to her body. Language, and I don't know if anyone else has ever noticed that, but I notice it, and it's even more visible when she wears this leather jacket, but she wears it all the time. So, anyway, Tori sees Slater flirting with his blonde, and Tori rolls her eyes. And uh, Slater tells this 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 uh, girl that it's you know it's too bad uh, that you have to wear a mask at this masquerade uh, dance coming up, and the girl asks why, and Zach joins in and tells her that, uh, well, it's because... We won't. Slater won't get to see how beautiful you are. You know that kind of thing. And the the the, the ditzy girl's just like, oh, tee hee hee, and she leaves. And Slater 
isn't really happy that Zach butt in, but Zach said, I'm just saying, I'm just doing it for you, bud. We're best buds, apparently. So then they both look over and they see Tori. And they both insist that Tori is hot for them. So Zach insists that Tori is hot for him, and while Slater insists that Tori is hot for Slater. And then they decide to make a bet. $50 bet of who can kiss Tori first. And it has there has to be a witness, and it has to last minimum 3.5 seconds. They shake on it, and they make the bet, and we're off to the races. So we then go to an art class, a sculpting class, and we get the return of that teacher, uh, Miss Culpepper, with the very large bifocals and the really terrible eyesight. And so she's teaching the sculpting class for some reason. So Slater starts first with Tori. And he, no, 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 he didn't. He first, there was another girl, a totally different girl in this class. And Slater's flirting with her. Tori walks in, does the eye roll. (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm, like, she's, this is the kind of thing Jesse did, but it just doesn't. Yeah. Tori is, I don't know. she, She doesn't really work for me, but. It's not that she's bad, but maybe it's the jacket. I don't know. But anyway, Slater's trying to flirt with this girl. And then Slater, sorry, Screech enters the class and he's wearing, we saw him earlier. He was wearing one of those old school disguises with the fake nose and the glasses and the mustache. He was trying not to be recognized in preparation for the masquerade ball and everybody was recognizing him, of course. So Slater walks, or sorry, Screech walks into the sculpting class and puts on a little show for Miss Culpepper. And she, despite her terrible eyesight, she knows right away that it's Screech. And so Screech takes a seat. Meanwhile, Lisa has gotten a letter from a secret admirer. And uh, I wonder who it could be. <laughs> and she's all excited about it. Talk is doing, he's talking about the letters, talking about how, yay, Lisa uh, uh, said something about uh, how she smells like this, the sweet smell of a rose, that kind of thing. Sorry, as I said, I didn't take notes, but she's all excited about it. And Lisa, she's got the straight hair in this episode, which uh, was new. She, I think she only wore the straight hair in the Tori universe. So, yeah, I think it looks good. She looks good in all the hairstyles. Just wanted to point that out. So Lisa got the little letter, and she tells Tori about it, and Tori asks Lisa, if she, are you going to respond? And Lisa says, of course I'm going to reply. And Lisa imagines what the secret admirer is like, and uh, if, if he's got money based on the letter that he wrote to her. And he tells her to leave the reply, for some reason, on the back of an easel in, this, in the art room that they're in. So she leaves the reply... Uh, on the back of uh, there's a there's a there's a canvas sitting on the easel, so she leaves it there for the admirer to get. Meanwhile, Slater makes the first attempt at uh, getting with Tori. Nice sculpture. You've got talent. <laughs> Slater, what are you doing here? School's over. All the bimbos are out shopping for diet soda. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. No, um, actually, I came to apologize. Look, Tori, I thought about what you said, and it's time I changed the way I act towards women. Get out of here. No, no, really. I just hope you can forgive me. Please? Well, okay, I 
I accept your apology. Great, thanks. Uh, listen, have you seen Tammy? She's my model, and if she doesn't show up, well, I'm gonna flunk. Well, I can help. I'm done with my project. You mean you'd model for me? Nah, I can't ask you to do that. <laughs> well, if you insist, sit over here. <laughs> uh, don't mind me, I'm not even here. <laughs> okay, now, Tori, can you pucker your lips? My sculpture is called Young Girl on the Verge of a Kiss. Like this? Good, good, but lacking realism. Maybe if we pretend to kiss for, say, 3.5 seconds, you could hold the pose. Does it have to be that real? Reality is the best guide. I want to win. I mean, get an A on this project. Please. Okay. okay. All right, she loves me! Screech, what are you yelling about? Uh, nothing, never mind. I'm not here. You didn't see me. Yes, yeah, so Slater's attempt failed because Screech, surprise, surprise is Lisa's secret admirer. So, another uh, instance of of continuity being uh, non-existent in the Saved by the Bell universe, but we're going to get to some major continuity problems later. So anyway, Slater's attempt failed. And it was a pretty weak attempt. I mean, let's practice kissing so uh, I can, like, make my... or make this sculpture, <laughs> whatever. So anyway, so meanwhile, Zach, this might be out of order. Zach then, uh, uh, takes a, has his turn with Tori. That doesn't even sound right. Has his turn. Zach, the, Zach and Tori show up at the max at night. It's closed, but for some reason they have access to the place, I guess, because they've been going there for all these years. They're allowed in after hours. Screech is playing the waiter. And so Zach and Tori have returned from a movie. There's candlelight, and it's dimly lit, and they had a good time. And Tori is impressed with how Zach has uh, has been with her compared to how he's been with the other girls. And uh, Zach lays on the charm. Wasn't that a great movie, Zach? Well, I only saw half of it. I was too busy watching you. <laughs> Get out of here. Zach, this has been one of the nicest evenings I've ever spent with a guy. I'm glad. I like this romantic stuff. Most guys I know take me to the demolition derby. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not most guys. And I'm having fun, too. A lot more than I expected. And I like your new attitude towards girls. Mm -hmm. And I love your smile. Oh, would you like to take a closer look? <laughs> Evening, huh? <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'll uh, take care of the check. <sighs> what happened, Zach? It, you blew it. You could have kissed her in one. Screech, I can't kiss her. I like her. So there we go, Zach. He's he's having a his conscience is is uh, getting the better of him. This this reminded me of their for any of those people who may have watched uh, that old the classic sitcom Night Court. There were two there was Dan Fielding played by John Larroquette, and there was um, 
uh, Marky Post, who played a lawyer, and Dan Fielding was just hitting on all the women and including Marky Post character. And then there was a one episode where Marky Post, Dan say Dan F- Segwang, Dan Fielding saved. I think her name was Christine Sullivan. So let's just say her name was Christine Sullivan. Dan saves Christine's life. I forget how. And then she asks Dan, how can I repay you? And Dan says, ha, 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 sleep with me. And she eventually agrees. And then when Dan finally has the chance to get with Christine Sullivan, Marky Post, his conscience gets the better of him and he can't do it. So that this whole thing with Zach and Tori reminded me of that. So there we go. Meanwhile, while this is going on, we still have the secret admirer thing going on. So... S- Screech or Lisa left another reply on the easel in the art room, but it didn't stay. It fell on the ground. The little pink note. Miss Culpepper sees this, picks it up, and says she's going to take it to the lost and found. So she leaves and she heads to outside the principal's office where there's a mailbox at the top for the principal, and right below it is the mailbox for the lost and found. And Miss Culpepper puts this lot, this this uh, dropped love letter in the principal mailbox, and leaves. But Belding suddenly shows up, and he saw her do this. So he goes into the mailbox, checks out the letter, <laughs> reads it, and believes that Miss Culpepper is hot for him. Dear, dearest love. I'm Miss Culpepper's dearest love? (laughs) So we got like a threes company thing going on here. All this uh, miscommunication. Classic threes company style of writing here. Which was a great show back in the day, I tell you. So after Zach's conscience gets the better of him. He finds Slater in the boys' locker room and he tries to convince him to call off the bet. And Slater does not want it. He sees just no way. We're not calling off this bet. Screw it, preppy. Slater's still not done. You know, it's not over till until the kissing happens. But Zach wants to call it off because he's got respect for Tori now. Ugh. <laughs> it's just it's just weird. I'm sorry, I keep segueing here, but the Zach Morris character. It's just it's weird how he's a degenerate, but at the same time, he gets the highest score on the SATs, and he gets the highest score on the SATs, but he still gets detention all the time, so it's, it's just really... I love the show, but the, as I watch these, this the Saved by the Bell from beginning to end during Bayside by the A... It just, I just, it just really pops out how, like, wow, the writing is kind of all over the place. I still love the show, but I'm just saying, it's just, just, wow, one day Zach is dumb, and the next day he's got the highest SAT scores in the school. But anyway, so the Slater would not call off the bet. Meanwhile, Mr. Belding tracks down Miss Culpepper, and he tries to tell her that, uh, well, let's listen to it. <laughs> My, you answered that door quickly. (laughs) I was just leaving. What can I do for you? I need to talk to you about paint supplies. Paint supplies? Let's be honest with each other, Miss Culpepper. You want to talk about us. 
Mr. Belding, you're a very nice man, but I, I'm in desperate need of paints. Aren't we all in need, Miss Culpepper? <laughs> yes, indeed, but uh, about the paints. Miss Culpepper, see, what you're feeling, or the paint, as you call it, is very beautiful, and I am flattered. What? <laughs> now, don't be embarrassed. It's very natural for a person to be attracted to someone in a position of authority like a principal. Oh, my word. But my paint for you is different. Do you get my drift? Oh, Mr. Belding. Oh, my gosh. Yep, so the hijinks continues. Meanwhile, Lisa is still wondering who the secret admirer is. <laughs> and while she's wondering this, Zach comes up to her and tells her that they've got to talk. And, uh, well, let's hear them talking. Uh, Lisa? Need your advice. Sure, Zach, what's up? Well, you see, there's someone I like, but I haven't told her yet because there's... there's a problem. Problem? Like what? Ugly boots? Bad hair? What? Well, actually, it's because of a secret. Did you say secret? Oh, my gosh. What's the matter? Um, nothing. Nothing. Please, continue. Okay. Well, you see, if I tell this girl about the secret, I think I might lose her. Tell me, does this girl happen to have a unique fashion sense? <laughs> Definitely, yes. Yeah. Good student, intelligent, well-bred. Incredibly. This is fantastic. Really? I, I mean, for you. Now, Zach, you've got to tell her how you feel. Okay. Thanks, Lisa. I'll think about it. This is for you, Zach. My secret admirer. <laughs> okay, so some more kind of continuity problems. Lisa's pumped that, oh my god, Zach likes me? Even though a couple episodes ago... We know that they, you mean, they did the kiss, the fashion show episode, but that was not a Tori universe, so this is obviously a different universe, I guess. You have to separate the Tori-verse with the normal-verse, I guess, just like how you had to separate the Malibu Sands episodes with the regular at-school episodes, even though they aired alternate the same days back in the day, you know what I mean? So Lisa's excited, and she thinks it's Zach. And she's pumped. And she can't wait to tell Tori. So she meets with Tori at the max. And Lisa tells Tori that that it's Zach is the secret admirer. And Tori is shocked. Like, wait, 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 what? Zach? But Zach's been such a gentleman, man. I thought Zach dug on me. But Lisa's all pumped and Tori pretends to be happy for her. Lisa leaves. Tori's not happy. She then has a little chat with Screech, and Tori tells Screech about the whole thing and says Zach, she rips on Zach because Zach is writing Lisa these love letters being her secret admirer, and Screech says, no, Lisa thinks it's Zach, it's me. And then eventually, Screech, because this is what Screech does, comes clean, and he tells Tori, he reveals to Tori the bet between Zach and Slater to kiss her. Tori finds out about it. She's not happy. So she comes up with a plan. 
But before we hear about the plan, Lisa, convinced that Zach is into her, starts flirting with him a little and lets him know that she's going to be at the masquerade ball and she's going to be dressed as a cat. So then Tori starts her plan and she tells Slater that she found out about the bet and she's not happy. Slater apologizes to her because, well, they found out or she found out. But Tori tells Slater, despite that, despite that, I want to get back at Zach and I want you to win, Slater. So Tori tells Slater to, uh, well, actually, before this, we find out that Screech is going to be at the ball dressed as Gumby. (laughs) So then Tori tells Slater after this that she wants Slater to win the bet. And she wants the kiss to happen at the ball. And she asks Slater what he's going to be going to the ball as. And Slater says he's going as an astronaut. And Tori says, good. I'll be going as Gumby. So, (laughs) there's the plan. The girls in the live studio audience start like, oh my god. Oh my god. Brilliant. Which is pretty good. I like that. That's smart. So, Slater is assuming he's going to win. All he's got to do is find Gumby at the masquerade ball and plan a kiss on Gumby. So then we go to the Masquerade Ball, we see Slater, who's in full old school astronaut uniform, complete with the big circle domey mask helmet thing, with a little screen you could pop up to so he can, you know, reveal and see stuff. And he's, he's there, he was there and he, he he was flirting with some girl and she made some, it was one of the ditzy girls. And she didn't understand what an astronaut was, apparently. So then finally, Zach arrives. But he's not dressed as a... Uh, as, uh, uh, no, he's dressed as Phantom of the Opera, I believe. Zach looks around, and he sees somebody dressed as a feline-type thing. Looked more like a lion. And he, assume, he, and he walks up to this person. And, uh, yeah. Hi, Lisa. It's me, Zach. Look, uh, I gotta talk to you about Tori. Zach? Yeah. Yeah, I like your cat costume, huh? Look, uh, I feel really bad because Slater and I made this stupid bet about who could kiss Tori first. Meow? Yeah, where you see something happen between us on our date, which is why I didn't kiss her. I wanted to lose a bet. I didn't want to hurt her. Meow? Did you say anything else? Purr? Anyway, look, uh, I need your advice. I want to tell Tori that I like her, but how do I do that? You just told her. Tori? I thought you were Lisa. Never mind that. Who's Gumby? Gumby? (laughs) Who cares? Okay, so there we go. All right, Zach and Tori kissed. Okay, so they're an item now, right? Also, you, you watch this episode again, go back and watch this scene. When Zach and Tori, after they were like, yay, we're a couple now, that whatever, they start doing a slow dance and Tori's leading. You know when you do a slow dance and and the man has his left hand up and like that? Tori, Tori I'm pretty, I'm not, I'm not that I'm some dancing professional, but I'm pretty sure the positions that Zach and Tori were in, Tori was leading. I'm just saying, just, just saying. Anyway. So Zach and Tori are are a couple now, all right? Remember that. Just remember that. Keep that in mind. Meanwhile, Slater, the spaceman, 
spots Gumby and they, uh, <laughs> and they, 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 they kissed, but with their, their, I mean, Screech is as, it's Screech, obviously. He's as Gumby and he's wearing, he's, obviously the costume is full covered. So he can't even, he can't see his face. He can't see Slater's face. They do a little hug and then they, 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 they face to face, if you will. And that's supposed, that apparently means that they kissed because the, the mouth areas of the costumes were touching. So that would apparently have meant that Slater won the bet. So they, but whatever, but they take off the, their Slater takes off his helmet. Screech takes off the top part of the Gumby thing. They Slater and Screech realize, Oh my God. And they freak the hell out. <laughs> And they they tell each other to never they promise each other to never speak of this. <sighs> then we go we, we then uh, screech. Um, no, oh yeah, no. See, here's for some reason I forget why. Lisa believes that Zach is going as Gumby. Oh, because it was in the love letter. It was in one of the final little secret admirer letters that Screech gave Lisa. It said that. That Screech will be at the masquerade ball, but he, and he'll be going as Gumby. Why Screech as Gumby kissed the astronaut? I don't remember it saying that Lisa was going as the astronaut. So why Screech took part in that? Unless I missed something or forgot something. But yes, Lisa spots Gumby, assuming it's Zack, and uh, she's happy to see him. Screech removes the mask. Lisa sees that it's Screech, freaks out and faints, and we get the credits. On a, it was still a good episode. I will say that. I mean, not all the just because Tori's is 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 kind of. Uh, it was still fine. It was still fine. I'm not okay, not The Tory episodes are not bad. It's just the Tory, the leather jacket, the jittery. It, it's just weird. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that was Masquerade Ball. Sorry for the half ass all over the place, but as I said. Busy, man. It's a busy life. Busy world. Even with COVID times. Busy, busy, busy. Oh, man. Anyway, we then move on to episode 8, season 4. This one entitled Day of Detention. Air date was as well, October 3rd, 1992. And we're in like a science class or a biology class is where we start. And Zach has... uh, Zach has found out that there's going to be a... A call-in thing during a live radio broadcast at the Max, where the tenth caller wins a trip to Hawaii. All right, Zach is certain that he's going to win. Slater plans on winning. Lisa and Tori plan on winning. But the main thing here is when Zach realizes this, he's got his classic Zach brick brick cell phone, and he. Calls up this girl named Gretchen because he wants her to be his date to Hawaii. Okay. An episode ago, Zach and Tori became a couple. An episode later that aired on the original air date was the same day as Zach and Tori becoming a couple. Zach is asking some other girl to go to Hawaii with him. So continuity, man. I don't, I don't know why they did it like this. I don't know if if they were filmed out of order or or, or they have just weird. So anyway, so Zach's on his phone. Mister Belding enters the science room and says that he's going to be doing the teaching because the other teacher's sick or whatever. 
and Zach is on his phone and Belding's not happy about it. He tells Zach, no cell phones in school, which made me kind of chuckle because I can only imagine what school is like these days with cell phones. I mean, you see, I've seen videos on YouTube of uh, teachers just freaking out at their, this is, this is high school, teachers freaking out at their students, getting catching their students on their phones. I've seen some videos where this teacher f- catches them in the act, confiscates the student's phone and just breaks it. Like, I could, I would hate being a teacher these days. How do you keep kids... Ugh, clown upstairs is doing stuff. How do you keep high school kids off their phones? I mean, unless the rule, the rule is that you enter class, you put your cell phone in the teacher's drawer, and you don't get it back till the end of class... I oh it must sucks, but yeah, Belding tells Zach, no cell phones in school, Zach. Put it away. And Zach's fine with it. But he's gotta come up with a plan on how he's gonna be the tenth caller to win this trip to Hawaii. And so the plan is that Zach and Screech are gonna disguise themselves as telephone report repairmen, go to the go to the max and mess with the phone lines. So Screech would actually intercept all the calls until Zach called in. And then Screech would put Zach through to the live radio show host. So Lisa calls. Screech answers and hangs up on him. Tells her she's cute, but sorry, bye. Slater tried. Screech Screech hung up on everybody until Zach called. Zach called and Screech put him through. And the radio host assumed that that meant that Zach was the tenth caller, and the, the the call the call letters of this radio station KDRP KDRP. <laughs> Can you tell me, Joe? Yeah, hi, Screech, it's me. Sally, oh, I'm glad it's you. I was getting worried. What, what, what's new? <laughs> Who cares what's new? Put me through to Ken Kelly. Sheesh, what a grouch. Transferring. <laughs> Alright, the phones are back. Hello, who's calling? Zach Morris. Well, we've got a winner. Congratulations, Zach Morris. You're our 10th caller. You know what that means? Yes, I'm going to Hawaii. That's right, but only if you can answer a few questions. Now, Zach, can you be at the max today at 4 o'clock? Oh, you bet. Today at 4 o'clock, I will be... In detention. I told you not to use this telephone on school property again. So we then go to Zach in detention, and while he's in detention, Belding is cutting up a bonsai tree for his wife for a, an anniversary gift or something. Maybe it was a birthday gift. Those little bonsai trees. I remember those from Karate Kid Part uh, 3 when uh, Daniel's son was, walked in on Miyagi making one. and uh, they uh, No, that wasn't in Part 3. It was actually Part 1 that they made the bonsai trees. But it was in Part 3 that they decided to create their own bonsai tree store. So yeah, but anyway, he's making a bonsai tree. And Zach, while he's in there, he's checking out Belding's bonsai. And then Zach is like, can I go to the bathroom? And Belding says, okay, but be back in five minutes. So Zach quickly leaves, and he finds Slater. He He tells Slater that if he helps him, if you help me, Slater, I'll bring you to Hawaii with me. And Slater agrees. So Slater and Zach come up with a plan. (laughs) So we then twirly wipe back and Zach is back into detention with Belding. Slater is outside in the halls. He's on the top top of the stairs in the Bayside Halls. 
And he's carrying a big tackling dummy for football. This big red plushy thing. And so he t- Slater takes this big thing, f- slams it on the ground, and screams in pain. <laughs> he goes, ow! <laughs> and Zach and Belding hear this, and they wonder what it is. And they go and investigate, and there's Slater at the bottom of the stairs. He tells Belding that, oh, he was carrying the tackling dummy to football practice, and he fell, and he thinks he broke his leg. <laughs> And Belding says, well, let me take a look at it. And Zach and, Zach and Slater say, no, 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 don't, don't. It's, the leg is broken. What are we going to do? And Zach says, let me take Slater to the hospital. And Belding says, no. And then one of Slater's uh, football teammates shows up. I think it was Ox, the big dumb Ox guy. He sees what's going on. And he says, we got to get Slater to a hospital. So he takes Slater, he picks him up and puts him over his shoulder Rams Slater's leg into a set of lockers and Slater doesn't budge. And then Zach says, uh, Slater, uh, he, 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 he pretty much says, uh, Slater, you know, you, you got hit on your broken leg. I'm sure it hurt. And then Slater goes, oh yeah. Oh, ow. <laughs> ow. <laughs> he fakes being injured more. Belding doesn't buy it. He realizes Slater's faking. And if, uh, Belding tells Ox to take Slater to detention. So now Zach and Slater are in detention together. <laughs> As time is running out for Zach to win the K-Derp contest. And so we join Zach and Slater in detention. Uh, Belding is still working on his bonsai tree. Bonsai tree, whatever you want. According to Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid, it's pronounced bonsai. So bonsai tree. So Zach is still wondering what he's going to do. And then he spots Lisa and Tori out in the hall. Passing by. And Zach tries to... Flag them down. So Tor and Lisa are outside the, the detention room wondering what Zach wants. And then suddenly a paper airplane flies out to them. It's from Zach. And it's asking them to help to help him get out of detention so he can win the Hawaii thing. And they're wondering how the heck he's going to do that. So another paper airplane flies out, flies out and it says this is how we're going to do it. And he's also promising them that he's going to take them to, to, to Hawaii. Which uh, is interesting. Uh, I'm pretty sure we heard that it was a trip for two. So already Zach is now promising not only Slater, but also Tori and Lisa that he'll take them to Hawaii. And I was thinking, why don't you just forget if you have the, if you have, if you, it's a trip for two, but you want to bring three people with you, Zach, who cares if you, even if you lose the contest, just go to Hawaii. Apparently you can all afford it. I mean, bloody hell, you're all living in California and you're going to a rich school. <sighs> yep. So anyway, they come up with a plan. The plan is Lisa shows up. She goes, she enters the detention room. And she tells Belding that uh, Zach's mom wants him to call her right away. And uh, Belding is kind of, is questioning it. Then Zach's phone rings, his brick cell phone. And Belding picks it up because Belding had confiscated the phone. And Tori is on the other, other end posing as Zach's mom. And she says that she needs Zach home right away because she's making banana nut bread. And while this is going on, suddenly the, the school bell rings. Belding hears the school bell ringing in the phone in his ear, realizing that, hey, something fishy's going on. Why am I hearing my school bell at your house? He quietly, he, he quietly leaves uh, the detention room, sees Tori sitting on a payphone. 
<laughs> outside, you know, they have that classic payphone in the halls of Bayside. And then Belding catches Tori. And as a result, Tori is now sent to detention. Lisa tries to get out of it, but no, Belding says, no, you're going too. So now Zach, Slater, Tori, and Lisa are in detention. And time is running out for Zach to win the K-Derp uh, Hawaii trip. <sighs> so Zach has one last chance. And he tell he he still wants help from Slater and Tori and Lisa, and they basically say, screw you. And then he says that he he does reveal that he, there's two tickets, but there's also cash. Suddenly, there's a cash prize that comes with it, and he says he'll split it with them. But they can't think of anything. Until they do think of something. <laughs> they notice that there's a skeleton in this biology class uh, at the back of the room. So what they do is they have uh, Screech distract Belding so they can... Uh, what, no, this isn't done yet. This is No, this is later. Sorry. What they end up doing is Zack has Screech pose as him to represent him to go to the max and uh, claim the Hawaii trip. <laughs> so the... I think there was like a t- almost 10 minutes left for Zack to show up and claim the prize. Screech shows up in his place and he's dressed as Zack with the wig. I don't know why he needed to dress up as him unless because the other students there. But even if but the other students there would have known it wasn't Zack. So why but it's writing. But t- stop questioning this stuff. It still looked funny. Zack Morris has finally completed the race by coming down here and showing his face. Which could be good or bad, depending upon who's looking. <laughs> Let's start the contest. I'm ready. I'm going to win. Great. Uh, but before we start, Zach, tell us, what's the first thing you're going to do when you get to Hawaii? Well, I... Uh, <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> So then Scree, we twirly wipe and Screech shows up at Bayside. Zach is in the back sitting at his desk and he's got a pissed off look on his face. Like, what the hell are you doing here, Screech? Screech sits down next to Zach and he asks Zach, I need to know, man. So what do you, what's your, what's the first thing you're going to do when you get to Hawaii? And Zach tells Screech that, you know, idiot, it like, how am I, what does it matter now? How you're here and, 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 and the DJ's name was Ken Kelly or something. He's there. And how am I supposed to freaking tell him now? And Screech realizes that he's no, first, before that Screech shows up. Sorry, I'm segueing. Sorry. As I said, it was half-assed Screech shows up. He wants to talk to Zach in detention, but Belding won't let him. And Belding says that detention is for, this room is for detention only. So Screech intentionally gets in detention so he can talk to Zach. He calls Belding a doofus a couple times and Belding says, that's it, detention. Then Screech sits with Zach and Zach is pissed and he says, you know, how am I, how are you supposed to tell Ken Kelly the answer when you're stuck here in detention, you clown? And Screech realizes he's screwed up. So now they're all in detention. Zach, Slater, Lisa, Tori, and Screech. And Belding is still working on his bones eye. 
So they try to come up with one more plan. And uh, this is when they realize that there's a skeleton in the back of the room. So they have Screech distract Belding. Screech says that he knows about Bone's eyes and he tells Belding he's doing it all wrong. So while Screech is distracting Belding, they dress up this skeleton in some clothes that Zack is wearing. Not all of his clothes, just like his he had a hoodie and, and, uh, and he had the Walkman. So they dress up the skeleton and have the skeleton face down as, a, as, a, as if it's sleeping on the desk. We then twirly wipe back to the max. Tom is running out and Zach shows up. And the, uh, the DJ says, you're not Zach Morris. Zach Morris is a skinny little nerd. And Zach tells him that that was just my friend posing as me. Here's proof of who I am. Here's my driver's license. The, the K-Derp DJ says, no problem. So he says, in order to win this prize, the trip for two to Hawaii... You have to answer three questions. All right, answer these three questions, and the trip to Hawaii is yours. Hey, I'm packed, ready to go. Question number one. On December 7th, 1941, this naval base was attacked by the Japanese. Pearl Harbor on the island of Oahu, west of Honolulu. Correct! Yes! (laughs) Question number two. It's a northern beach where surfers from all over the world come to hang ten. Name it. Pipeline on Sunset Beach, huh? Correct again! Zach Morris, you are two for two. Now, before that big question number three, let's pause for this announcement. Uh, We go back to Bayside, and uh, it's revealed. Belding finds out that Zach is not Zach. It's actually a skeleton. And he suddenly, he instantly knows that Zach is at the max. So, Belding rushes to the max. And I, I, I don't know if this was after Zach lost or, or before. I think it was after. Because at one, because when I was watching this, I was thinking, how close is Bayside School to the max that Belding is going to make it there on time? But Belding makes it there. He's the next person to walk in the door. Okay, the next person that comes through that door and answers this question will win it all. There you are. And here's our new contestant! What? Who are you? I'm rapping Ken Kelly. And if you can tell us what ancient hobby involves pruning miniature trees, you'll win a trip for two to Hawaii! That's easy. It's bonsai. Bonsai! I knew it! And we have a winner! Finally, I can get out of here! Yeah, yeah, happy anniversary. And then uh, Belding says, uh, you know, despite all this, you're still going to detention. And then we get the credits. Sorry, it was very half-assed, but as I said, busy. But that was another, I like this episode. As I said, not all the Tory episodes are bad. Both these episodes were good, Masquerade Ball and Day of Detention. It's just the Tory character is, is kind of uh, uh, odd. So that was Bayside Buddy episode 34, another half-assed episode. I don't know if, I hope they're not all, all the remaining ones are not going to be half-assed. But anyway, join me next week for episode 35, where we are going to be checking out Saved by the Bell season 4, episodes 9 and 10, titled Wrestling with the Future and Drinking and Driving. Ooh, that's right, they're going to be tackling drinking and driving. Interesting. I I barely remember that episode, but uh, I guess we'll see. Anyway. 
SeriallyGrapeJuice.com at I am Nairby on Twitter at I am Nairby on Instagram Nairby do on Twitch. Also, as I mentioned last week, when Bayside Buddy ends, which is going to be in a few weeks, because we're getting down to the nitty gritty, I will be continuing podcasting, doing Nairby Radio, where I will just be talking about life and whatever. A podcast I used to have back in the day. So if you're a fan of me, which none of you are, stay. Uh, be sure to keep uh, keep uh, you know. Keep keep checking out SeaRealGrapeJuice.com for Nairby Radio and more episodes, as well as my opus episodes. Ah, oh, see, blah. see what happens when I half-ass, I mumble all over the goddamn place. Stop swearing. I mumble all over the freaking place. All right. Just keep an eye on SeaRealAndGrapeJuice.com. Go there for episodes of Movie Buddy. If you want to watch a movie with a friend, but you don't want to clean your disgusting, dirty house, check out Movie Buddy and watch movies with me. There's tons of episodes there. Go there and watch. And we'll see you next time. Bayside Buddy. <sighs> yeah, Tori. Maybe if she loses the jacket. I don't know. We'll see. Have a lovely day. <laughs>